Salutation Shades, and welcome back to your one-stop shop for all things strange and unusual, talking with shadows. The conversation everyone has, but no one wants to admit to. Here with your host, Vic Waitley. And Marcus D. <laughs> still here before I've gone on vacation. Me and Vic got, we're, we're talking after our last episode, and we realized like so much in that episode, we, we got huge stuck up on like one particular aspect of the Skinwalker Ranch story, like when it came to the, the the institute that Bigelow founded, that he was you know to get the scientists out there, and we were like, "There's so much we didn't talk about in this," so we decided to do a part two. But this is not episode 100. No. You may be mistakenly no. thinking this counts as our episode no. 100. This is 99.5. <laughs> we're we're almost. There, like I'm recording this the day before that I go out on vacation, so wanted to make wanted to give you guys a little bit more of uh, uh, you know some, some more content before I before I check out for the week. And this isn't going to follow like our more normal pattern, you know, with a patron segment stuff. This is just you know a little bit a little bit of bonus fun for everybody yeah, here because we're recording this at like ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah, and you got to leave like shortly after yeah, this. I, I got to accept an, an award that I got. A, uh, I don't know what I got at work. The butt, the butt kissies. No, it wasn't a butt kissies. <laughs> hey, I received a community partner of the year award for uh, for the city of Evansville. Thank you very much. Actually, let's see if I can find it. Thank oh, you. there you, you go. There you, you go. That's the sound of me patting myself on the back. But so yeah, I gotta so I gotta go to that after this. But it's a uh, bizarre moment. But we I wanted to give you guys uh, something in the meantime while I'm on vacation. So. Me and Vic decided to come back to the studio and, 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 and keep talking for a little bit more. Do you get to give a speech? I don't know. I, if you do, just go. They didn't tell me. Just go, I win, and mic drop and leave. No, I, <laughs> it's going to be like, for my computing part of the year, uh, I'd like to thank everybody. You know, my whole next year is going to be a, it's gonna be an anti-poverty initiative. Um, <laughs> but we're going to get rid of the poor people. <laughs> That's my new anti No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not really. I got a. Uh, I got a certificate, and uh, and I got a plaque. No, no, no. Both me and uh, both me and Vic. Most people don't know this. We've done a lot of social work, and we've done a lot of like a lot of work for the community. That's all, like a lot of our backgrounds. So. Oh, I love working in the community. Yeah, and so it's a it's a big passion of ours. So, uh, you know, oh, fun fact though. So I had made a LinkedIn years ago. What? For my, yeah, LinkedIn for my stand up and for stuff for. Uh, like the YouTube channel, like One Candle Society, and then I forgot about it. Like, and then all of a sudden, my new uh people that I'm work that I've been working with the community started adding me on LinkedIn, and I didn't realize it. They were like, "Marcus, what's this One Candle Society?" And I'm like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> no, 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 you go. Don't worry about yeah. One Candle Society. Yeah. I can't talk about One. I can't talk about One Candle Society. You didn't see anything. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge what it was you didn't see anything you didn't hear anything you don't remember anything <laughs> forget that word immediately it's for right. your best interest but then but then it was funny like after <laughs> like afterwards like because it was 
so many of them were really cool with it. It was that was still the funny. Like when we first started this, we were so worried about how people were going to take us having a, a paranormal YouTube channel. And, and nowadays we just we don't, we don't care. Yeah, yeah, nowadays we just don't even, we we don't even care. We just tell everybody. So. Yeah, when someone asks me what what I do on there, I'm like, yeah, you know, just normal stuff, UFOs, lizard men, you know, yeah, it's super super normal things. Accusing the government, Sasquatch, so a wizard, yeah. you know, just you know, nor, nor, normal things. Accusing the government <laughs> of building machines to control the weather. Yeah, yeah. Being secretly in the woods before a giant forty foot owl. Yeah, yeah. Weird <laughs> stuff, you know. We're you know, normal stuff. Yeah, whenever someone asks me what my podcast is about, I'm like, just imagine anything weird, and that's probably what we're talking about. I was telling them, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, Mo, Pete, you are not ready for what we talk about on our podcast. <laughs> like, we talk about some of the weird of the weird. So. Do, do you know? What, do you know what people ask me when I tell them? It, just imagine something weird, and that's probably what we're talking about. They usually go, "You mean, you mean like, like sex stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> and I go, "You'll have to tune in to find out." Right. You know, no, I I always get stuff like. They're like, oh, you do stuff like Zach Baggins. And I'm like, no, not like Zach Baggins. Oh, I freaking hate Zach Baggins. That charlatan snake in the grass. Worst hobbit ever. 15 years searching for ghosts. Can't find one ghost. <laughs> Can't find one single ghost. Oh, okay. Let's get into some of the discussions. Sorry, I got passionate about my opinions on Zach let, let, Let's get the comment section. Yeah, yeah. We're, this is going to be an overall arching thing. But what I am going to say for people, again, our next episode is our 100th episode. In the comments below, put your questions for us. We're going to be answering your guys' questions on not only on Skinwalker Ranch, but like stuff on the channel about me and Vic, anything that you guys want us to address on the podcast. You need to be like, why, why, why is Vic so cool and Marcus not? Why, yeah. why, why is that a thing? Marcus, what makes you so much more sexier than Vic? Like, what, you know, <laughs> that I, is just a bold-faced lie. How, how do you get so much smarter than him? Do you have any brain exercises that you do? Yeah. We'll answer all those questions below. Okay, okay. All right. So, this is what I want. And I bet you that this... Yeah. So, one of the things that I started researching about Skinwalker Ranch that not a lot of people know about, and I want to get your opinion on this, Vic. Did you see the thing about the black boxes? The ominous black boxes? Oh, actually, I think I vaguely remember something about this, but I don't remember the details. Okay. So, there's many different accounts. All over, like, when it comes to Skinwalker Ranch. You can get stuff on UFOs. You can get stuff on Bigfoot, cryptids, like, other weird spatial anomalies and stuff like that. But one of the things that I was stumbling upon last night whenever I was prepping for this episode and then it threw my whole notes out of the window for what we were going to talk about was the ominous black boxes. Now, this is a particular phenomenon that's actually pretty that's pretty tied in with the UFO community. And it's pretty, com- like, in some particular instances with abductees, or people that see UFOs or contactees, people who interact with aliens, there has been instances where people have reported seeing these strange black boxes. Okay. Like, are they, like, just sitting there on the ground? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They... Sometimes they're sitting on the ground. Sometimes they fly. Sometimes aliens are, hol- Sometimes aliens are holding oh, them in stories. Oh, like in the the ones, the stories where, like, the alien pulls out a black box and, like, controls a Bigfoot yes, with it and like, then asks yeah, the Bigfoot to pick it up and then the Bigfoot gets shot. Yeah, and he dies, yeah. Yeah, so okay, I know what you're talking about now. There are reports of these being sighted on Skinwalker Ranch, like, in the, in the particular areas. People are seeing these and they try to approach them and it starts making this really strange humming noise. Okay, no, or, I'm with you now. Or the sound, you know the sound that it's supposed to make, like this, the incident that you're talking about where it mm-hmm. supposedly killed the Bigfoot? Uh, that that particular story comes from the 70s. I want to say it was a guy named Charles Mooney, I want to say was the gentleman's name, That where that particular story comes from. I, I think I've heard people throw around the term ultra-low frequency. Yeah. Uh, 
that but to that particular story that I think I think that comes from Charles Mooney. Uh, yeah, Moody, Charles Moody. Uh, I got that right. Uh, and so uh, he, it makes this strange like beehive sound, like like a bunch of swarming bees. Kind of like what people sometimes describe when a shadow person yes. is manifesting. Yes, and they're manifesting. And a lot of people that particular ghost hunt, like ghost researchers, talk a lot about that. That's somehow manipulating, I don't know, the fabric of what lets them go in and out of reali- our reality or in and out of our of being able to see us or essentially manipulating physics in some sort of way that'll, that it's, it's, it's changing that. And so I thought that was really particularly interesting that people have reported seeing those black boxes all around Skinwalker Ranch. Now, remember when we were talking about in the last episode and when we were talking about uh, uh, Bigelow? I mean, you know, yeah, we're talking about yeah. Bigelow and his National Institute for Discovery Science. Discovery Science. And I was giving you a very hard time. I, I was, think they're cool. I was giving you a very hard time. You're like, oh, there's no reason to think that, like, you know, think they didn't do anything. And I'm like, rich mogul guy, you know, bringing just a bunch of these guys out for, for whatever reason. Not that they were hokey. Okay. Do you know Bigelow's background? A uh, real estate tycoon, Las Vegas? Not just that. In 1999, Bigelow founded Bigelow Aerospace. He oh, yeah, is no, in propulsion. Yeah. He is, yes, yes. He is actually in aerospace and propulsion in some of that higher, t- in some of that higher tech. So my, my, what I'm wondering is, is whether or not if what they were working on at Skinwalker Ranch, because again, they, they, they didn't have anything except anecdotal data that they came out to the public. Yeah. Now, this is my point. Rich people don't do things unless they think that they're going to be making money. Like I, in my mind, I'm like, there's absolutely no way that Bigelow bought or Fugle, the new guy, would buy Skinwalker Ranch if they didn't think in some way, shape, or form they can get money. You know, paranormal tourism is a huge thing. People do that all the time. You know, Post Malone's been on Skinwalker Ranch, and you know, and you know, and all that. There's rich people that have that have done that. So I'm like, but why would these guys go through the process of buying Skinwalker Ranch if they didn't think that there was something that they could be doing? So my curiosity is whether or not if what they were actually working on were these black boxes. Huh. Now that is fascinating. There's also um, a certain point in time where the Nids team went media blackout. And not a lot is known about what happened during that blackout time. Because initially they were fairly open with what was going on there. And then they just went into that black hole where they're like, the rule is no one comes in, no one comes out, but us. Word of what exactly our projects are right now do not go out. And one of the things they'll say is one of the reasons we did this is to make sure people aren't, you know, coming in and hoaxing things or messing with our um, research and stuff like that. But would also be a good um, guys for if the project's goal changed somewhat. I'm not right. saying that's definitely what happened. I'm just saying you presented me with an interesting theory, and I'm giving you a spot on the timeline where they probably could have right. done it. Well, that's something that, like, in the new documentary series that, that I think it's the History Channel put out, like the Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch that they put out. And that's one of the things they were talking about was that Robert Bigelow supposedly, like, whenever he was owning it, they, they had the government was funding some of this research in order to investigate UFOs. Like, they had some sort of government funding. But that's my my curious thing. Like, if we look at, like, the history of UFOlogy and the history of, like, some of the alien tech, like, if you think, like, uh, Bob Lazar. You know, like, Bob Lazar comes forward, I want to say in the, in the 80s. You know, I, you know, I wasn't right with that when I was there. Like he comes forward in the 80s. 
And what he said was the government had, had approached him and said, you know, hey, we have this tech. We need you to recreate it. And that was what his he was tasked with, was that they were trying to recreate alien propulsion technology. Okay. So you have these ominous black boxes that people have been reported seeing since the 70s. I think Charles Moody was probably the first one, I want to say 1970, that he comes forward saying that was the first one talking about these boxes. And then there's been a few other accounts of people seeing these weird ominous black boxes that aliens use either to control Bigfoot or they're flying around or they're doing other weird stuff. So what I'm wondering is if Skinwalker Ranch was being utilized for these black boxes for some particular purpose. Let me throw out a, a building theory on that, though. Sure. Okay, so they're testing out these black boxes. Right. They've been testing it out on the families in that area for years. Maybe that area is just more effective for right. it or something. Um, but no, they, they've, had, they've gotten enough data on how regular people respond to it. So now they want to know, how would a scientist respond to this information? Could we keep a scientist from recognizing what's going on? So they work through Bigelow, who has connections through aerospace, to be like, hey, here's the funding for it. We just need a reason to have a team of scientists in the area. You can use this guise of just exploring the unexplained. But ultimately, they just want to see what a team of scientists would be able to uncover about their technology. Could the scientists figure it out, or could they not? Could they use this to apply this to skinwalkers? Similar to, like, what they use it for Bigfoot. Oh, I, I, that's not where I was going, but like, my, my, but that, that's an interesting idea. Right, yeah. But so my thought was like, the scientists yeah. are actually the guinea pigs. They're the oh, test they were subjects. Te- they were test subjects. They were, they were working on them? Well, the thing I is mean, like, I think, think about like this. Could. If you're using like a experimental technology, something that might be useful is how well can a, a, a team of trained scientists understand what they're seeing? Right. Because that also determines how well could an enemy recreate this technology? So I can see that, but also I, like, could this work on Skinwalkers as well as Bigfoot? Is also a really well, fascinating one. <laughs> well, we've talked about this multiple times in the channel. Like, I don't think that I don't think they were using on the scientists. I think that they, I think that we've, I think you could make it's more likely they were trying to use the scientists to make something. That that sounds just that to me that feels more practical. But I'm not saying that you're. I'm not saying I can prove you wrong on that. But what I'm. But if you look at say, Bigfoot accounts. And Skinwalker accounts. There's a lot of overlapping stories. Wait, I just want to make sure I understand your theory here. Yeah. Is your thought is that, like, Greys or some other force is moving through this area using these boxes to control Bigfoot, which are commonly sighted within that area. Right. And the scientific team is trying to examine and understand their technology to right. recreate it or expand it to control Skinwalkers or something along those lines. Or they could be working together. I mean, you could either be, it could either be a situation in which humans and aliens are working together. It could be a situation in which... Humans are working by themselves, you know, they're working by themselves for the technology, however, you know, however you want to go about it. But Okay, I just wanted to make sure right. I was following your theory. Go ahead. Right. But I think that's what that could be what's going on. Because if you think about, like, some of the stuff that we have talked about with Skinwalkers and Bigfoot, a lot of the stories overlap, you know. Both have incidences where hunters report shooting them, and they're, and they're impervious, right? Yeah. Yeah. Or there's instances in which people will be following them and see them, and then they'll just vanish. Yeah. Right? You know, or, you know, they're both giant cryptids that are out there in the woods that we can't seem to find. Like, it's just, it seems like more likely than not, there's some, sim- there's got to be some similar, there's some, some similarity anywhere. There's got to be some overlap that would make me think that maybe that's why 
you're seeing this uh, these, some of these ominous black boxes that they're doing there. Because again, I very I'm very hung up on the concept of 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 Bigelow and and Fugle. I don't. These are two rich dudes. You don't do things when you're a rich person unless you're trying. You don't. You're not spending money unless you're trying to make more money. Like I just don't think they're doing this for the tourismy aspect of the paranormalness. I think that there could be a there could they've got to be thinking about making money or maybe it's not similar. You could also see an instance which that's what Bigelow was doing because he's the one that brought in the team and he was trying to do that and Fugle may be coming and he just wants to make money off of the legend of Skinwalker Ranch because he's you know trademarking the name and doing stuff with the History Channel what have you whatever. But let, let, but let me ask you something. Sure. If this is their goal, why go media public at all with it? Like because if their goal is for this the team of scientists to go in and experiment and create this new technology and try to figure out what's going on with whatever strange things are bringing through the black box to see if we can utilize it. Why ever go public with this? Why, why let this story get out? Why not just do it in secret? Well, George Knapp did that in 1996. Yeah. You know, I think that, I think that he, well, and, and I think too, uh, Bigelow was actually interviewed by George Knapp too. That was another thing that I think that I saw too, that he was interviewed. I think while he was the owner of Skinwalker Ranch and, I think they go public one, I think to get out of the story. I think that's something that I think with the, I think with the, the new age of communication that the powers that be air quote, air quote, whoever you want to say have had to go, have had to shift gears. The gears have shifted away from everything being covered up from say like the eighties before that Bob Lazar is sort of this new is this new, is this new mark in history. Where now people are coming forward, mass communications out there. You can't hide this stuff anymore. You got to come forward. You got to. You got to be ahead of the story. Okay, like, so you got to control the narrative. So it'd be like this: they went right. ahead and allowed the story to get out about Skinwalker Ranch. So when right. people go, "There's some strange things going right. on up there at Skinwalker Ranch," everyone will just go, "Yeah, of course, right. it's Skinwalker Ranch." Yeah, like if you look, like you, compare this to another major event that's going on right now, the U, uh, the Ukraine Russia conflict that. I'm sorry. The UK, the Ukraine Russia conflict that we have going on now. Are you trying to tell me wrap it up? No. Oh, okay. Because you said you give a tap or something, oh, no, and then no, you start. No. Oh no, I'm sorry. Um, compare that, say, like with a conflict that you have now, like with the Ukraine Russia conflict. It's a very sad <laughs> conflict. But what you have right now are two competing propaganda machines right now. Like you see, like the uh, the Ukrainians talk about like the ghost of Kiev that's come out. We posted that on our on our social media where there's like this like, fighter pilot that like shot down like six Russian. Uh, fighter planes, you know, comes out, turns out that that's not true, that the, the, the footage of it is from, like, a video game or a simulation or something, you know, di- disproportionate amounts of, like, casualties that are coming out on both sides. It's just, like this war of information on both sides trying to control the narrative. I think that's what you see here with a lot of the stuff that comes out of Skinwalker Ranch. They have to go public because they have to control the narrative, and that's what they're trying to do. Sounds like a smart plan. I believe right, it. Right, right. You know, so I, I think we're getting away a little bit more from the the way they're covering it up is just shoo shoo sh- to they're just going to put so much information out there. It's very hard to know what's the real information. So, but with your with this process here, you're walking me through here. Sure. I, I have to ask a question. So, if they're there trying to study the things coming through for whatever reason, this yeah, area is important. Yeah. What do you think the things are they're studying? Like, oh, are like, you thinking grays? Are you thinking skinwalkers? Are you thinking extraterrestrials? I think that <sighs> it depends on. 
I don't know. I already made my thoughts clear on this one in the I, I last think, episode. I think it's in some sort of a way that they're trying to control supernatural entities. They're trying to, in some way, manipulate that. However, you want to say that it's going to be. You know, if they come through, if they come through some other sort of dimension, if they come, if they come, you know, they come open portals, if they open, they manipulate physics in some way. I think what they would be doing is they're trying to recreate that technology to essentially make us be able to handle those situations better in some sort of whatever that situation is. It could be to, uh, it could be to, to fight a particular entity, to control a particular entity, to kill a particular entity, to go somewhere, to keep something from coming through any, you know, all, all the above. And I think that, if you if, if that's what it is, it, that could be explaining all this sort of bizarre paranormal phenomenon because that definitely probably is going to be attracting paranormal phenomenon. You're going to be causing paranormal phenomenon, all that everything all above. So, what are your thoughts on Mel's hole? Mel's hole. Well, you you go first. okay. You okay. go you go you go go first. My thoughts on Mel's hole that I I know the general community thought is that it's most people seem to believe that it was a hoax uh possible yes um but also there's some interesting consistencies with other things that make me think maybe not and there are some consistencies between mel's hole and skinwalker ranch i kind of wanted to talk about Mm. um in these sort of anomalous areas and mel's hole and skinwalker ranch are far from being like the only ones but one of the similarities I've been noticing coming out are these strange animals that are just off enough mm-hmm. from the animals that should be in the area that they are noticeable. For example, the uh, giant wolf at Skinwalker Ranch. So these places will have abnormally large cats. Um, and at Mill's Hole, there were the abnormally colorful birds with the long plumage. The other similarity that they all almost seem to have is this immunity towards, like, bullets just like in the skinwalker ranch incident where he uh, fired off several rounds of varying caliber into the large wolf he couldn't get to let go of the calf in the mel's whole story there are parts where mel is trying to shoot down these strange birds so he could take them to a scientist to figure out what they are and he would hit them and they would fall to the ground and then they'd get up and fly away but no signs of blood, no signs of any permanent damage, just that the force, the force of the bullet had knocked them out of the air, but it didn't actually hurt them. I just thought that that was an interesting consistency. And there's other aspects of high strangeness around these locations that make me wonder if there might be something more to Mel's hold just because of its consistency with other areas. I think one of the weirdest thing, well, I think one of the weirdest things about Mel's Hole is that we're not 100 percent sure where exactly that it is. I mean, yeah, and there, there were more than one quote yeah. unquote Mel's Hole. I think I think we got to find it first before we can avoid. Uh, but I think that that's, I think that that's particular interesting that you see these particular entities surrounding some of these places, like you know Skinwalker Ranch, Mel's Hole, other like other Area 51, other t- places like this. And you just run into these things that just that just can't be hit by normal bullets, and it it makes me wonder whether or not if there's a similarity for there uh, like there's a similar physics thing that's going on particularly with them that there's got to be some sort of commonality. Yeah, no, that's my thoughts too. That assuming that Mills hole is believable, let let's for the moment just consider that the story is legit. That they're experiencing the same sort of strange phenomena. That whatever's happening in the Uinta Valley, 
is also happening there for one reason or another. I think the thing that you can get from both Mills Hall and Skinwalker Ranch is that, you know, God bless these people that come forward to break the news <laughs> on some of these things. Like, like, cause it was, cause it, Mills Hall got popular, got, got, it got popular from a guy named Mills Waters that came on coast to coast. Yeah. So, but then nobody could find him. So he's like, he's, he's literally like the X-Files version of like the smoking guy where he's like, you know, I need to, I need to tell you about this hole that's out there in Washington that's bottomless and this, and there's things crawling out of it and things like that. I, he, he would give somewhat regular updates about his experiments, I, but I, mo- for the most part, yeah, he is fairly enigmatic. Yeah, I feel like that means that we should probably have, like, our own hotline that we should have open. <laughs> like, when we get to the point where we're having, like, full-on... <clears throat> Uh, like like live shows, and we get to that, and we get to that point. We need to have like a like a hotline people can just call into, and we're like, "You're on talking with shadows with Vic and Marcus. Go." You know how terrible of an idea that is, right? What? Someone's just gonna call That's in. How the and... story of Mel's hole got broke. Yeah, but people nowadays are just gonna call it and screw a bunch of profanity, so we can't, you know, do the show live. <laughs> and 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 you have we'll... to do it on a delay. You have to do it on a delay. No, we'll we'll just do it. Uh... We'll just do it like how Arch Bell handled it. We're gonna be like, like in my butt, mother's butt. You say that is like, can you? It's like, what is there? Someone Arch, that tells you these things? Like, just Arch Bell didn't face. have to deal with the YouTube algorithm. I know he didn't have to deal with the algorithm, but I mean, like, but he he still handled like people calling in and being, you know, pretty out there, pretty well. No. Yeah, but no, yeah, I would love to do something like that. That would be really, 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 really cool. One eight hundred talk with Shadow. Yeah, talk with shadows. The first, the first we'll we'll go back like from like the oh god, we'll go back to like the the uh, the hotlines like from back in the day where it's like the first minute is like get the first minute free, and then it's ninety nine ninety nine every minute after that. <laughs> I think we could quit our jobs uh, oh, after, that, af- after that. After <laughs> that, um, but no, but I I I think that that it makes it make sense to me. I I think that it makes it make sense to me that when I started researching more about these, these black boxes and you look at things like Mel's hole, the skinwalker ranch, you know, uh, th- these other types of paranormal hotspots all around the world that some, that there's money in being able to control that, you know? And I think that and that always seems to be what things come down to right. control. Right. You know, and, and one of the things that I think that people don't realize is that the United States government and governments around the world really do rely on private investors for a lot of, for a lot of projects. I mean, it's how we funded world war one and two with war bonds. I mean, we had to convince people to give them money. So, you know, I'm like wrapping my mind around why are some of these big businesses, tycoons getting involved in this in some sort of way. And I'm like, there would be money in being able to develop the technology and being able to do that. especially with like a Bigelow, who's into, you know, aerospace tech. That, to me, is a reason why I think that a guy like that would get involved. More than just being in love with the paranormal. And it's possible. I'm sure he does, but you don't get that rich. Re- I, I don't think you get that rich without loving money. <laughs> so, But also, we've discussed how rich eccentrics seem to eventually drift towards the occult. No, I agree. No, 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 no. I, I, I agree. And I think that there's... Well, there's power in it, and I think there's and there's money to be found there. So I and it, so that helped me connect the dots. Like these these black boxes really, really, really helped me connect the dots there. I'm I'm still not totally convinced it's not just a person who is really interested in doing a scientific study into the occult, 
but I'm also not 100% against the idea that there's something more to it that he's trying to profit. And I'm sure they are, but people like that are broke. <laughs> like, me and you would do that. It's great. We don't have the money for it. We have to go to the rich person. And then the rich person's going to be like, well, how do I get my money back? I'm like, so you're saying I built these black boxes and they let me fight on skinwalkers. And that, I could, so man. my private army of skinwalkers <laughs> could keep all the poor people off my land. Like that, <laughs> to me, I think that means makes some more sense. Ka 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 ka. Ka ka I mean, sure, yeah, it, it 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 jives. It 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 follows. I mean, yeah. No, I mean we we we. Laugh, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. I, I'm saying I will believe that that is a possible path to what happened. But I also think another possible path to what happened was. It's just some rich dude who's like, sure, I'll throw some money into the paranormal because I'm personally curious in it. I think both are possible a paths. Millionaire aerospace tycoon just went, you know, yeah, I think I'm just going to go buy a random haunted ranch in the middle of Utah for no reason. Well, he's always had this, like, interest in the paranormal. I'm sure. And you know why? Because you can make money off. Like that's I don't know. I've, like I told you, that's a possible path. I will give you that. That is a possibility. Yeah, but I am not a hundred percent convinced that that's definitely oh, what happened. <laughs> but maybe, 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 or or, or maybe it's a whole. It's altogether a Illuminati black project. Bigelow, as a member of the Illuminati, knows that there's something going on over in you know this property. Right. So he's going to falsify all these things about the Skinwalker Ranch so people aren't looking at the. Like eighty foot tall gorilla monster that's five blocks over. <laughs> like I, once again, possibility. Right. I'm just not convinced that's necessarily what happened. I think that my explanation makes way more sense than just business than rich. It's guy a buys, good explanation. Property. I rode with you. It's a good explanation. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not ready to say. Boom. Confirmed. A hundred percent. Bigelow black boxes aerospace private skinwalker army to keep poor people off his property. I'm just not 100% convinced yet. Mm -hmm. what, what's your thoughts on the thing I kind of brought up towards the end of the show? The thing where they're talking to um, their intelligence agency friend about you didn't get good data because no one wanted you to get good data. I, okay. I have one or two thoughts. Either it goes back to my original idea of them just saying, oh, the reason why we couldn't get this was because somebody manipulated it. I'm not saying that's out of the realm of possibilities. But I don't I don't think that analog and I don't think I don't think that there is enough to believe that analog and eyewitness evidence is like the core source for it. I think if there's anything that we've we've learned with the paranormal is that first of all, anything is manipulatable. Yes. Hundred I mean, percent. Time, space, memory, memory. You know, I don't really think that analog information, because you know how they would have handled analog if they had analog information. How the government would have come and taken it. <laughs> like they would. They have old school methods too. It's called black bagging. <laughs> like, like, like they couldn't go back to that. Now you might be asking, why am I rehashing this? And here's why. I want to bring it back up. Sure. In the guise of the discussion that you were putting forward about sure. this being more or less a test zone. And my thought that the people that they were testing as guinea pigs were the scientists. Maybe they were seeing, could they keep this hidden even from a scientific eye? Could they hide this from, like, 
independent aerospace institutes? Could they hide this information from universities? Could they hide it from foreign scientists? Could we manipulate the data? Could we keep the information controlled and make them think, we don't know what happened? I mean, I think that they, I mean, I think that they could, but I just, I don't think there's, I don't think there's, I don't think that when you get rich tycoons like Bigelow involved in it, that they would, I feel like they would be having to pay big, like, like Bigelow paying for this. I don't think he would pay for that. Well, I mean, I probably not directly, but in this theory, it would be probably he had made friends with someone in the aerospace community that was connected to some of the stranger stuff the government's doing. They're like, hey, right. we need someone to do these tests, but we can't do them directly ourselves. Would you set this up for us? I mean, I think that I think that they I mean, I think so. I think we've shifted into this new age where we have to be able to hide things from. You hey, know, you have to have degrees of separation. You know, you have to be able to hide things even from, say, like, any any scientist anywhere. Now you're not just dealing with scientists in a particular area. You've got to be dealing with it anywhere. So I, I guess, yeah, they could be. I I don't know. I think it's just, I think it's more plausible that they would be using scientists to, to, to create something, to do something, rather than it just being, can we hide this from scientists? Uh, I mean, it's maybe, possible, maybe. but I, I think I, it's an important test to see if you're going to use this clandestine equipment to see if you can hide it from a scientist. Yeah, but I think the government could do that without Bigelow. Um, yeah, like, because, okay, it once again gets, there. Are, I'm not saying there aren't loopholes in this right. problem. This is more of just a, a thought that it crossed my mind I wanted like, to talk out Like, with I you. think the government could bring in their own researchers in some of their own spots to do that. I don't think that, like, I mean, that's the theory, like, with Bob Lazar. Like, right, like, like you know, maybe he was brought in to work on this propulsion technology to see, yeah. like, what he would like what he would do, how would he respond to that. Like, the government can bring in their own people. I don't think they need the rich tycoon for it. But but I, I think that's, but I think that's why I'm more likely to believe mine, because the rich tycoon is trying to find money, and I think that's how you get money. So do you think that... In this idea of the risk tycoon bringing in his own scientists, mm. then do you think this is technology he plans to keep for himself? Because it sounds like it wouldn't no. be necessarily part of like a greater no, government like, agency. No, 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 it would. No, no, because you contract it out. Governments contract stuff. Oh yeah, no, no, no. But yeah. like, it wouldn't be he creates the technology and then gives it to the government. It would like, be he's hey, I, I now own this secret yeah. patent. Yeah. yeah, he he's he's selling it. He yeah, he would be sell he would be selling it back. He would be funding. He would be funding government work and be getting money back in the process by doing that and probably being, being involved. He, in my mind, I think he's a contractor. I, I, think, I think that's what he's doing. And fascinating theory. I, I like it. It's, it's, it's good. Yeah. Like, I think he comes in and I think that he does that. Um, Have you talked about most of your stuff you had for Skinwalker yeah, Ranch? Yeah. I, I feel like I feel better leaving it off at this point now than I did at the end of the last show because I kind of feel like yeah. we just didn't get far enough. Yeah, I did, and I think that I think this definitely helps us to kind of move the you know to think about Skinwalker Ranch in, a, in, an, in another light, which I which I don't think people are talking about, and I, and I kind of like that. Um, and who knows? Maybe this can be a revisitable thing one day if we find even more stuff we want to talk about right. on it. Right. I've got one more thought, Ooh. and I and I think we got a little bit of time for this. So uh, I'm, I'm, we're gonna make we're gonna make time. Okay, we're we're, we're up against your schedule, not uh, mine. I got you. Yeah, we're gonna make time. So I was I was listening about this story um, that this guy who who had camped near uh, 
Skinwalker, that was uh, Camp Near Skinwalker Ranch. And he was talking about a story from 1995 when he was in the Boy Scouts and they were on a camping trip in the valley. And while they're on this camping trip, they had somebody from the Ute Indian Reservation that came to the campsite with him and he was telling them a story at night. And one of the stories that he was telling them was about a time in which, you know, he, he starts it like the same way, like last group story, you know, I'm not supposed to be saying this. We need to be keeping this here. And the guy uploads it on YouTube and gets 300,000 views, but whatever. <laughs> well, moving on that. But then he, he was talking about the, the person from the Indian Reservation said that there was a time that him, when he was younger, him, his dad, his uncle, and two cousins were in a truck. And they were driving in the valley one time. And they were pursued by, like, a pack of skinwalkers. Like, there was a strange mist that was out there. There were these wolf-like skinwalkers that were chasing them, had yellow glowing eyes. And a weird detail that they had in their story was, like, this glowing red light that was in their necks. And it was emanating from their necks. And they were, like, just, you know, hauling ass trying to get away. And it was chasing them, and eventually they just disappeared. And then after this particular incident... Um, like the guy that was telling the story was saying that he was having nightmares about this woman coming to visit him in the night, having this glowing red thing in her neck. His two cousins, one ends up getting, one ended up getting sick and then the one ended up dying in a car crash shortly thereafter. Um, feeling like they had been cursed. And one of the things that they were talking about was they would say that, you know, if you talk about skinwalkers, if you learn about skinwalkers, that they know that you're talking about them and that they will come and visit you and, and bad things will happen to you. Like his yeah. two cousins mentioned things like disembodied voices whispering at them from the sky and whispering at them from uh, from shrubs. You know, after that particular episode that we did last time was the only episode where after we were done, I pulled out the micro USD card and then lost it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was one of those weirds. And then you had a weird incident with getting beer exploded all over you. <laughs> <laughs> the, the curse of the skinwalker. You know, it's weird. Like, you just start, we just started having all these bad things that started happening to us. You I know? guess I had a really bad incident at the gym yeah. shortly after that. Where, yeah, where you guys, that you had to recover from. Now, again, we could just be grasping for straws. I, for I, I think we're doing. that, I don't think that this is actually this curse of the skinwalker falling upon us. I think this might be something else. <laughs> but I'll give you maybe, I'll give you maybe. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe, maybe Skinwalker curse, but yeah. maybe not. Mm-hmm. But, like, my thought is, is, like, you know, learning about them and talking about them, like, I wonder if, like, like, because even there they said that they said all the people that heard the story would have, like, negative things that would happen to them shortly there, shortly thereafter with them. Like, okay, remember that time that before you knew that there was, like, a curse associated with talking about Mothman? And then you got mad at me for telling you about Mothman and I spreading did. the curse to you. Did. Aren't you just doing that to the viewers right now? I know. I or the know. listeners? I know. It's like, it's sort of like, 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 is it, is it a, like, self-fulfilling prophecy where you think you're going to be cursed, that bad things just start happening to you? Or do you think that there's something where, like, there's this connection where, like, they... They can, they can, they can, they can tell whenever people are being able to talk about them. I mean, there's a certain box I don't talk about, right? Because I'm worried about it being being cursed for talking about it, man. But uh, do I take those things very seriously? I don't know. I don't want to talk about that specific box, but I'll talk about Skinwalker. So sometimes, 
I'll give it a maybe. I'll give it a maybe. Mm-hmm. Like doesn't like like you see that just so much in the paranormal, like just opening yourself up to that experience, like and then like it, it and then and then like you know when you look into the paranormal, it look, it looks back at you. Yeah, and that sort of that sort of mentality is like is. Is that what's going on? Now that I hundred percent believe, or are we just, or are we just looking for, you know, a bad thing to happen to us, and then we're just connecting the dots, and then we're just connecting them from, and they don't need to be connected. Although I hundred percent believe that if you start thunking or thunking around with the paranormal, it'll just start thunking back at right. you. So, I want to get food for thought because I want to tell that story because I thought that was really interesting. It's a really cool story. Yeah, the glow, the glowing neck thing was interest was really interesting because I had never heard that. Yeah, before. I've heard a lot of stories of skinwalkers chasing cars and being able to keep up with cars. I don't think I've heard the glow before. I just thought that was a particular unique trait. So. Um, so I just want to give that food for thoughts, but you know, we've done two episodes on skinwalkers, you know, and the skinwalker with skinwalker ranch. Like what's your, what's, do you have any more final thoughts on it? Oh, ultimately you gave me a lot to think about and perhaps those could be parts of it. But for the most part, I don't think my thoughts on what's happening at skinwalker ranch is any different. I still think it's something to do with extra dimensional travel or extra dimensional spillover, or maybe just the nature of of a thin zone between here and another like extra dimensional place. I think that there's one thing that you can't ever count out. It's human ingenuity. I yeah. think our, our just how fast technology is evolving. Like if you looked at technology 20 years ago to, to just to now it's mind it's mind boggling. Like Elon Musk was talking about that. And he said, if you want to look at the best example, like evidence of a simulation, just look at where video games have come from. And just 10 years ago to like almost hyper realistic stuff now. And it's only going up exponentially. And I think that there's a lot of that when it comes to technology. And we've talked so much in the paranormal about these particular things with manipulating fields, manipulating dimensions or whatever, that if there's something to it, and it could be scientifically recreated, at a certain point, humanity is going to be able to like to at least attempt it. And uh, I wonder if Skinwalker Ranch is evidence of that. I'm wondering if these back black boxes could be that. Uh, put your guys' thoughts on the black boxes down below. Had you had you heard about those? Did you know uh, about these before? Was this the first that you guys are hearing about it? Do you think that? Uh, do you think that I'm right? Do you think that uh, that it, the black boxes were being that Bigelow was making these black boxes? Technology he's working on them, and that's why I brought in the scientist. Do you agree more with Vic that maybe they were testing on the scientists to see if the scientists could pick up on some of that? Do you think we're both wrong? Do you think that there's something totally else out there? Or if you have other questions for us to address during our 100th episode, which should be the next one, unless we do Comments Skinwalker below. Ranch yeah. episode 99.9. <laughs> you want to do Always another one? Possible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, put it in the comments below, guys. I'm gonna be up for uh, a week on vacation. I will see you guys when I I will see you guys when I get back. But until next time, guys, keep believing because we'll keep listening.